0: Hey everybody! Hey. hey, it's happy hour. Are you happy? Yeah. Tonight we are going to be treated to an, a session of the the folks that actually figured out how to combine face to face in a public place discussion of deep, deep and important issues. How to combine that with a podcast? Please welcome Pub Theology. Yeah.
1: Episode 100 of Pep Theology Live! Woo! Woo! Our, as you can hear, our centennial episode is live at the Wild Goose Festival. for Wild Goose! We haven't even given away beer yet, and you guys are jacked <laughs> up. They're hired. So in... We're in Hot Springs, North Carolina, and Pub Theology Live is a weekly conversation on life and faith over a craft-brewed pint, a fine wine, or whatever may happen to be in your glass. You can catch new episodes weekly as the reverends Shannon, Brian, and Ogan uh, gather and to address and engage what's happening through a theological lens with a good brew in hand. That good brew might be wine from our sponsor, Wink
2: Wine Club. Wink, that's Mm W-I-N-C, Wink Wine Club. Features superbly crafted wines delivered right to your door, if your state allows. Get started at trywink.com slash ptlive for $20 off your first order. Other savings, you can even get three bottles on us by calling and leaving a voicemail. If you got a signal here, please do it now. Nine... 80 PT Live Zero or 90 75 4830. Shoot us an email at info at pubtheology.com. Give us questions, objections, comments, how much you love us, how much you hate us, whatever. We'll take it. And we will be giving away some wine today. So there you go.
3: So, in fact, we're giving away some wine right now. So um, we, we ordered ourselves some Wink Wine Club to give to you. Um, we also have some craft brews that we like and brought from our area. So we have some from Holland, Michigan, and from Boston, and from Baltimore. So they're down here in these coolers. But there are, you know, you can have one if you'd like a drink after we give some away. Oh, God. <laughs> They're always telling me what to do, Brian. Brian. Brian's being bossy again. Come on, Brian. Okay, so if you listen to our podcast, last episode, I actually flagged something that we should put to give away wine. So if you're a listener, our spouses and partners do not count. They cannot participate in this. I don't think Uh,
2: they listened.
3: Mine does. Yours
2: does okay. Right.
3: So anyway Wow <laughs> well, you so, ha- okay. so what does Brian sometimes eat with his Cheerios?
4: <laughs> we got Well we got a hand. Yes, yes. We, we do. We do. Cheese. 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 Cheese.
1: cheese. What kind of cheese?
3: Cheddar
1: J- J- cheese. cheese, there it is. Shredded
3: cheddar cheese. Come Marge. pick a bottle of wine.
1: Come get your Come bottle. Take a bottle get bottle.
3: Grab some beer. Grab Congratulations. A, grab a bottle of wine and a beer. Yes, and and, and beers. Beer. And
2: while she's doing like, that, does anyone else put cheese on their Cheerios, Or is that just a weird thing? Does anybody do that? Oh, oh, I see a hand. <laughs> your wife doesn't count. Really your wife, no, no. That's notice.
3: That. Notice none of the kids raised their. Yeah, kids. I notice <laughs> that too. They're, They're like, that is weird. That is. I mean, I can see it. I get it. It's like a cracker. I can whatever. Like, all right. Anyway. There will be more. There will be more. more. There will be more. There will be
1: more. So you can also, of course, if you're listening, you can join our conversation on Twitter or Facebook using hashtag PTLive. And today we discuss, is it time to go beyond faith, finding life and meaning in these dark times, and to assist us with that? difficult question we brought a lot of beverages we brought a
3: lot, br- lot. Yeah. we brought a lot, a lot. That's right. we brought we're going to need That's it right.
1: but before we get into the depths of that we thought we'd start with something light as we often do and so we thought we'd say what is your least favorite part about camping the
2: answer is in your question camping <laughs> i i i don't like to camp at all there's nothing about camping that that thank you massachusetts there's nothing (laughs) about camping that in any way intrigues me in fact in fact right now the only way that i was able to come here because when we told we were coming and we're like 100th episode let's do it i was like but i don't do the camping thing and all the rooms and all the inns in all the the, the, like the 80 mile radius of this place no room at the end and but but uh my girlfriend sarah sarah hey wave sarah uh we found a glamping site, like ten minutes out of town. And when I say glamping, I mean the tent has got a memory foam mattress. We got <laughs> we got hot uh, hot showers in a in a room that's got like
1: a heated floor for when it, you know. If okay, it's I think we chilly. should take a quick poll. Um, Is glamping camping? Uh, yep. Yes, raise your hand. Oh, we got two. You that's know three, what? Three takers. On three that. three of y'all. Three of y'all
2: come get a beer. A. Three <laughs> three of y'all three of y'all come get a beer. A. <laughs> So y'all come come pick a can of beer. Wow, we yeah. have a lot
3: more hands. That I also country. want to warm. Some are actually cold, and then there's a spectrum.
2: Yes, <laughs> there's. Some are not. Yeah. I'm calling an audible, and y'all get a beer for that. So Nothing about campus.
3: No, get some beers.
1: Well done. Um, so we didn't introduce what we're actually drinking. Uh, Shanna, what are you drinking right now?
3: So, okay. So I brought, um, this is Peabody Heights Brewery, which is uh, brewed in Baltimore. It's a session IPA. So it is. Uh, it has a title. It's Mr. Trash Wheels uh, Lost Python Ale. <gasps> so I have to read the, the description. Okay. So it's a historic meeting. Oh, no. Uh-huh. Okay. Let me see. I didn't bring my glasses, Mr. Trash Wheel, which, by the way, is this um, thing in the harbor that like picks up. Trash and it's got eyes on it and whatever. Mr. Trash Wheel is a sustainably powered, garbage guzzling engineering marvel. He's eaten hundreds of tons of trash from Baltimore's Inner Harbor and once nearly ate a friendly but disoriented python. Lost Python Ale is a tribute to the unexpected friends who can wiggle into our hearts when we filter through the garbage life sends us. Cheers to you all.
1: Mr. Trash Wheel. Cheers. And what are you drinking, Ogan? That whole story sounds like Baltimore, right it's there. It's so Baltimore, right? So it's Baltimore. So Baltimore. Oh my God. Trash. So
2: Baltimore. You can find <laughs> lots of trash in Baltimore. <laughs> uh, I'm drinking. I got two drinks because I started with one on my way here. This is a PC Pills, American Hop Pilsner from where is it again? Founders. 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 And then um, friend Paulo over here said I've got to get one of the Scottish ales the from Gaelic. the beer tent. The Gaelic. The Gaelic. Yeah. Gaelic from Highland Brewing in Asheville. From Highland Brewing in Asheville. So that's what I've got going on.
1: Excellent. I am drinking uh, the Tangerine Space Machine from New Holland Brewing in Holland, Michigan. (laughs) It is, uh, Ogan, a New England style IPA. Ooh. I don't know what that means. I don't mean like triangles. We
3: also pre-decided that this is a two beer episode. Yeah, it's already, like yeah. sometimes we have two you beer episodes and one beer episode. This is definitely i I'm going to need a third.
1: And, a yeah, a th- a third and then my <laughs> two second two beer one. is a Taz IPA Galaxy India Pale Ale with some Tasmanian hops from down under. Nice. Also New Holland Brewing. Okay, so, so Shannon camping. What do you like?
3: Camping. I love camping. Um, I do not like packing for camping, like. Making sure I have everything, getting all the stuff in, like, packing the car. Like, I don't like that part. Yeah. But everything else I love.
2: And apparently there's some controversy no, your there's your Site about no. the thing that goes with the tent. None. There's no controversy there's no in no camping. Controversy. There are no arguments
3: in camping. Do we need the rain flyer, don't we? No, we're good. Use we're the good. mic, Derek.
1: Use the fine. mic, Derek. is fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I also like camping, although uh, just... This afternoon, I had a run-in with a tent stake that was unmarked with my toe. So you can see my big toe. If you can see it there, it's kind of wrapped up. So uh, keep your eyes times. open. <laughs> so children watch for those unmarked tent stakes that were for rain flies that were later taken down. <laughs> <laughs> so word to the wise: if you're gonna yeah. put a stake in the ground and not use it, pull it out. <laughs>
2: And you, like, and you like camping with your family. I want to give a shout-out to Brian's family. Like All of my family's all, here. All of them aren't here? Way family. Way oh, family. I think we got we at one least missing child. With three of the four kids are here. Yeah. yeah.
3: We brought no kids.
2: No. So my husband
3: no. Derek is here. There you go. We are Sands kids. There you go. Yeah, good, <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah.
2: And I think I introduced my girlfriends already. And my kid's in New York dancing somewhere.
4: I don't know. There we go. There, there we, we go. All right,
3: right so we have, we have another giveaway. Um, so wh- if, you, if you have been listening, and if you haven't, Derek will probably give you the answer. Um, w- Brian has been drinking beer from a very strange country recently. What country has he been drinking beer from? Nobody's gonna know this because I can't even remember what the answer is. Yeah, oh. I,
2: I, I'm on every episode and I
1: don't Anybody know the know? answer to this either. <laughs> it's not an American, not a USA beer.
6: <laughs> it's <laughs>
1: south of the United States of America. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> of
7: States of America. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> all half the
1: world. Colombia. That is half the world. It's north of Colombia, Central America, Mexico. Honduras. Yes. Honduras. 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 No. Nope. Yes, Guatemala is the winner. There you go. Get yourself a beer.
3: Yeah, I read that and I was like, I don't even know the to that. But for real though,
2: th- did we, Did you say something about that? It was what like
3: several weeks because I kept saying. I did it's it a like, couple
1: weeks in a row, and corona, you Corona, it's me about El
3: Presidente, it. It. it's it's all the you know. I
2: gotta pay better attention.
1: It's Guatemala's <laughs> version of Corona. All right, so to get us down to business here.
3: All right, so now everybody has beer.
1: <laughs> if faith, or at least faith of a certain kind, has gotten us into the current mess we are in, is it time to go beyond? faith
2: um just for clarity's sake do we need to define the current mess or does everyone understand what we mean by the current mess i mm-hmm. do does everybody understand no or do we need to explain it have we defined faith, have we defined well, faith? Wow. okay you're jumping ahead jumping ahead that's part but of that. good question yeah. everybody understands what we mean by the current mess yes everybody everybody's kind of got that We yes all right some reluctant nods, but okay with okay, <laughs> there we go, all right, so, so the question was, have we defined faith, faith uh, yeah. all right, so, well, so I think that?
3: implied in the the faith got us into this mess, right, so faith right. got us into this mess is the kind of faith that is not what we believe at least i don't I don't know about it. I won't speak for you in in the sense of um. It's married to a politic that is very um, capitalism-oriented. It's married to a politic that has a very specific set of rules. Um, It's married to the you know very very far right wing of a a Republican Party. That's all the faith that's gotten into this mess. Would
1: you say uh, a. I, I an have underlying an, white supremacy, is that yeah, fair to like, say? Right. Like, I have I mean an objection. Deep. I have an objection.
3: What's that?
2: Because I think there were many people who were not of any particular faith who voted for the current administration because their vote was more driven by an economic um,
1: ideal. That I think that's faith. part of it. I'm going to so say I don't know that's that part faith of it. totally got us into this mess. I mean, it was part of but it. Well, when you but but when the statistics show that 81% of white evangelicals voted for the current administration, mm-hmm. that's a that's a robust voting block, right? That right. that can make a difference sure. in a particular and, and, election.
3: And the politicians aren't asking to come to my church, like they're asking to go to these churches, you know, partially because they have more than, you know, 60 people in them, but partially because they agree with their politics. <laughs> There's that. There's that
2: too. There's that too. Uh, I saw another hand yeah, Yes. Well, from my experience, I find the difference Would you be willing to come and use the microphone yeah. so that Excellent. we, can, we can everyone can hear you and Which and
1: for guests using the mic, try to keep it to 30 and, seconds and or under. Yes, Thank you, sir.
6: Thank you guys for this opportunity. Absolutely. From my personal experience, I found that there's a big difference between belief and faith. Amen. And while we have beliefs, they tend to separate each other and fixate on certain material things, but faith really liberates us to get beyond those material limitations. So So when we say uh, people of faith or having faith, it's not just a religion, it's a personal experience of something greater than, that goes beyond the material a that surpasses all.
1: Thank you, friend. Tell us your name, where you're from?
6: Derek. I'm from Colorado. Derek, I I have a
2: follow-up question for you. So, so do you believe a person can act on their beliefs if they are different from their faith? Don't, aren't the two intricately tied together?
6: Well, I, I look at it like this. Um, if you have a child who might be acting out, you know, you know that they, I have faith that they will grow into their potential if they're loved. But I believe that there might need a little bit of discipline or encouragement into a certain way. So in that sense, it's still the belief keeps us in this material um, intellectual property, while faith really uses my soul. Uh,
1: so mm-hmm. faith can be limited to sort of the mental ascent to a certain belief, intellectual belief. But belief, faith yeah.
6: involves the whole being. Faith takes is to a my spiritual level. sales. That it takes okay. me beyond all, all this knowing stuff. Thank so you, I,
2: I can have faith that my Grab child, will, on your way back my child <laughs> will turn out okay, be happy and prosperous, but not necessarily believe she will take care of me in my old age. Oh, yeah. That's,
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: sure. that's where we're going. Okay. Sure. All right, I got you now. I'm following. I'm following. All right. Thank you. All right. Being clear,
3: <laughs> I mean, I think that's a good point, right? And and I think that part of this question was the way that people use faith, and 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 like asking to define it is always an important question. But we're we were playing with the idea that if we were true to say like scripture in in our Christian beliefs, if it, or, or our beliefs of of what Jesus taught, or how she would, we should live, or how should we treat one another, that's very different than what this political climate calls faith.
1: Fair enough, fair enough, yeah. But again, I,
2: I, in case you've not listened to our show, I play devil's advocate a lot. I don't.
3: Which the devil doesn't I, need more advocates, Ogun. Okay? <laughs> 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 well played. Well played.
2: Well played. <laughs> somebody's <laughs> got to play the role on this show. Somebody's, somebody's got to do it. Um, but, really
3: just plays Shannon advocate. But there you go.
2: <laughs> but as we have seen Anti. lately, this administration, or any administration, anyone can use the Bible, Scripture, to support right. their point of view. I mean, we all do it. I was I mean, going to
3: say, we're not any different. Exactly. We a- a- do it, too. Exactly. And I just I, have the right reading.
1: And I think part of... <laughs> Nice. Don't we all? Don't we all? <laughs> nice. I think part of the question, too, nice. is rooted in, you know, when we've had this uh, these recent uh, high number of school shootings, and, you know, we've often heard from politicians or other public figures, we're sending our thoughts and prayers. And lately there's been a real reaction to that, right? Like how far has thoughts and prayers really gotten us? And so I think part of what's in this question also is if faith is just this sort of um, – Words that we say that, you know, we're just going to give more thoughts and prayers to make it better, or we're just going to leave it to Jesus or give it to God. Like, is that enough? Or do we need a more robust faith that involves feet on the ground, that involves embodied action?
2: Well, faith without works is dead. The question is, the question is then what is the works based on your faith? And then... Does our faith say to us we, you know, take this action or we vote this way? Or I'd usually vote this way, but if I vote this way, it kind of, you know, isn't where my faith is aligned. Or if I vote for this person, normally because this person isn't necessarily aligned with what I've understood my faith parameters to be, even though you know should i go ahead and vote for them so i think it's a it's a it's a it's a very nuanced and difficult question you know, um, I I know people, for example, who've basically either voted Republican or Democrat their entire lives, right? And this is what they stick with, and it doesn't it doesn't matter who's on 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 the ticket.
3: And for some, that family tradition, right? Of my father was a Republican, my grandfather was a Republican, right? It, it, that becomes more important than even the Christian value. So we've gotten into this a little bit with like the kneeling during the anthem, right? And that that that's unpatriotic. And that, right. that, like, that symbol, that, that need to be patriotic, becomes way more important than anything else, yes. let alone something like faith and belief and, and Christian value and what that means, that we're not supposed to kneel to anything. I mean, like, kneel in the way right. that of... Supposed there's to a be real a, that's tension idolatry. between
1: nationalism and call, claiming Christ as king. For exactly, example. Yep.
3: exactly. So, like that in itself is is arguable. In and, mean, and so
1: there's something about using common language, common ground. I think when we're trying to uh, maybe broaden a a faith that is more. Uh, Provincial or or maintaining the status quo, and to say, how do you? What does the kingdom of God mean to you? Where do you see God uh, siding in uh, in culture and among different people who are maybe suffering uh, and that kind of thing? And I think using that common ground language of, of scripture uh, can help, but they're loaded terms also.
2: They are, because God doesn't take sides. <laughs> I pray to God every time the Celtics
1: play, and God don't always listen. <laughs> in sports, God does not take sides. <laughs> right? No, sports no, are but different. But in, in, in I, I real guess. human lives, God takes the side of the right. oppressed. I would say right. just about every time. No, I don't. I don't agree with that. Celtics? I don't. What's
4: that?
2: The Celtics, the oppressed? The <laughs> oppressed? Yes. <laughs> Have yes, they lost Kyrie and Gordon here. Listen, I'm oppressed. from
1: Michigan, and the they're Detroit oppressed. Lions are there. So, if oh, we're yeah, talking about the oppressed. That is true. Know. That's true. You win that one.
2: Um, but. I,
1: I, but
3: how I, much is your own doing, <laughs> and how much is yeah. what did you bring God's your providence?
5: providence. Th- there you
2: go. Um, but so, so again, the I, the question of God taking sides for me. I, I understand what you're saying, and I believe. Um, back to that question of faith and belief. Uh, yes, my f- my faith is that we act compassionately, that we take care of the poor, we do all these things. But I don't believe in 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 God. Taken sides. Um, I think that goes to a deeper, uh, even deeper faith question: is how do we understand relate to God? Because as soon as we say God has taken sides, then then implied in that. That's
3: rough. Yeah. That's rough, right? Like yeah, that, No, I'm not gonna lie because. But I think
2: God does take.
3: Well, so I, so I know I be- you think that. i am trying to have am trying to have a,
2: di- I'm trying to have a dialogue with the air.
3: <laughs> no, 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 it's hard to believe. I,
2: everyone I be- is welcome, <laughs>
1: but those at the bottom of the pile. Like
3: I believe both, right? I hold both intention of like, everyone is made in the image of God. Everyone is a is a precious in God's sight and in is a child of God. And yet God is on the side of the vulnerable and the oppressed. And and how like so I am to be on the side of the vulnerable and the oppressed, like.
1: And I would think of it maybe in terms of like the parable of the prodigal son, right? Where there's the son who kind of went off and is sort of written off and has kind of blown everything. And he's the one that it's easy to say, look, this guy screwed up. Why would we include him or welcome him back? Sure. And I see God saying, I welcome him back. Yes, the older brother who always stuck around and did everything right, and, and you're welcome too. But I'm going to make extra room for the, those who have been left aside.
3: So did the prodigal father, right? Or did the, did the welcoming father, the forgiving father, go beyond faith?
1: Ah. Right? And by, and by that rationale, you might, by that terminology, you might mean beyond the... Cons- the the restrictions of faith as he knew it, his exactly. own cultural faith tradition. Right. Yeah. I think because y'all
2: are overthinking the father. We come on. Any any parent in the room that has more than one kid, you know, one kid's your favorite, and the others are not. Wow. You wow. say that, we, it's, and it's, it's not
3: true. It is the dad, true. The
1: dad with one child says, this. "I got
2: one child. I can afford to say it. <laughs> it's easy right, to say listen.
1: when you have one." <laughs> 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 is it getting hot in
2: here? <laughs> To mean to put the parents. So with what kids would you in the room say? Okay, so this is for
1: both of you. What would you say to people who feel disillusioned by faith, given the climate that we're in, and and maybe they grew up in a right. um, what we might term a a, a more conservative um, faith tradition that kind of said you need to vote pro life, you need to vote Republican no matter who's on the ticket, and uh, it's all about and, the Supreme and, Court. And some of them have. Maybe now saying, if this is what the church has brought us—the climate that we're in, the the incivility, the intolerance, the way we're treating immigrants and Muslims and children—I want then I want nothing to do with God. What would you say to someone who feels that they're in that space? <sighs>
2: I would go back to that faith without works is dead. so where what is your faith and how is what you do going to demonstrate your faith? For me, it comes down to the individual, not the collective. Faith is a, when you talk about faith when we start talking about the faith of a collective, that's when we get ourselves into trouble. Right. You know, the collective sure. is a dangerous thing, but yep. the individual, what is your individual faith? And Je- I think that was Jesus's demonstration. He was the individual who came and upended the collective. So that's what I would say to people. It's about where your works are. Shannon. Uh,
3: okay, so we, I mean, we all have our place, right? We all have our Esther moments for this place in this time we have our things to do and i think there is an acceptance of i can only do so much sure i mean we we do have great resources like interwebs and podcasts but like we really only have so many interactions in a day or a week or a month and those kind of things so we, we only have our amount of radius that we filter through um what was the question again so <laughs> <laughs>
1: Are you on beer one still?
3: Oh no, I'm on two now. Oh good, I two.
1: So the question was, you know, what? How can you how can you reclaim faith for someone who feels right. that okay, right. the faith Got that it. elected our current administration is what faith is? How, how much you invite someone to see a wider angle lens? See that of whole
3: thing makes me drink more. <laughs> Um,
1: it's a vicious circle. It's
3: a, a vicious cycle. Yeah. This
2: and this is not an act. This is what really happens. No, this is podcast, right?
3: sometimes we edit this part out, but yeah, we you can't guys, do this that is unfiltered. Here. Um, my brain I goes tell away. Us, I, I tell him not to. Yeah, I, 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 have a really hard time with this actually. Like when people find me that say I'm done, I'm like I hear you, and I don't know why I stay sometimes, and yet. Uh, I struggle to, so witness is a hard word, right? But like embody love, let's put it, that's the same thing as witnessing, but embody love for them in that moment to say, I'm so sorry that this is so hurtful and harmful and painful and all of these things and try to be the person that they needed in church, right? Or they needed in faith or they they need to show up because I represent a larger body. Of mm-hmm. this Christianity Or yeah. this pres- Like not even Forget my denomination Or even my individual church Like I represent Christ To you in this moment And so part of my responsibility In that to be as loving And as kind And, and so what do I say to them I don't know I don't really have an answer mm-hmm. I have a I will be your friend And let's go get a beer Or let's talk Or let's have conversation Because I do believe That love works through osmosis In a lot of ways You're yes. a minister
2: You're supposed to have the answer Come on, make one up.
3: No, see, I I think uh, that's I'm not. Kidding, I'm no, kidding. I know that you're might kidding. Not do it. But I think that some people do.
1: Th- yep. So, so I heard in an earlier session um, that uh, you know you're supposed to have an answer. Ogan said, and I think oftentimes our response is I'm going to convince you intellectually. Have I lost the show here? I don't know what's happening. That I'm gonna, I need to convince you intellectually. But actually, it's as you just said. Where, where's the heart? What's happening with them? Ha, listen yeah. to them.
3: I refuse to argue intellectually about this because faith faith is not rational to me. Yeah. And I can't explain it away. I can. I can I can argue with you all day long about scripture mm-hmm. and things like that, but <laughs> what's happening to me? Um, but the reality is is that I just I I, I mean I don't think, personally, for me, I don't think there's enough of, as long as you're a good person, no, like, I'm a good person for deep-seated reasons, because God has done something miraculous and beautiful in my life, and I need to care for one another, and I need to take care of this world, because of all of those things, but that doesn't mean I have to intellectually argue with you. I don't know. Maybe Even not if wrong. you could
1: win that argument, it doesn't mean you'd win the
2: person.
3: Exactly. Yeah. And I would rather show you love. And
2: this is my problem with the God taking sides. Because if God's taking sides, he certainly isn't taking our side now because the world looks... It can be dangerous country, language to ...looks say like that. the that's mess right. that it's in. So right. did he forget our side for five minutes? So that's why I don't support that God takes a side. And the my other issue, again, the deeper theological question is to say that God takes a side implies God being this being a being that has desires and needs and wants. I want this side to win. Right, God is all that is, so there's no sides. And He's it can
1: lead to dangerous places as e- Bob Dylan e- exactly. spung about <laughs> a long time ago, right? God is on our side. Right. A beautiful yeah. song about, you know, when we go into war and we use the language of mm-hmm. good versus evil, or God wants us to rid the world of evil, which yeah. is language that has been used by political leaders in this country. Well, That's very dangerous language and leads to real world consequences sure. that hurt people. Remember W said God told him
2: to go get... I'm, I'm right. paraphrasing. But. Well, and the right. what, yeah. the this Jesus what
3: Camp documentary, right? Where there's a cutout of, right. th- at that time, W, but now I'm sure it's Trump up there of, like, <laughs> God ordained this.
1: It's the greatest cutout there ever <laughs> was.
3: <laughs> right, so this is, is my Trump issue. Is Trump 6'3 for real, or oh. is it actually 6'1? That's the question. Well, they had to, they had to take six the hands and, and then expand. And then expand it, yep. Yep. yeah. yeah. Yep. 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 Yep.
1: All right, so I'm going to pause it there And time for another beer giveaway.
3: We're not coos (laughs) All right. So,
1: another beer giveaway. Uh, When Shannon just wants an easy drinking summer beer, not complicated, what is her go to?
3: Oh, see, that's a great guess. It's a great guess. And no. But it's wrong. I've you, only you, sometimes had you
1: it, may put an orange slice in mm-hmm. this one.
3: Oh, yes! Over here. You win Come a, beer, get a beer. Or, beer, beer or twelve, and a bottle our, of wine our, if you would two. like one. That's one of our big questions. Oh, oh. oh. yeah! I and this. I happen to drink a Blue Moon. The only time I've had a Blue Moon on the episode the where, we where we had like had, we had a Rabbi Eli on, and Rabbi Eli was on, and he was like, "Oh, I don't know if I can do this." He's now. like,
1: "I might leave right now."
3: <laughs> <He> was, <laughs> I was, was like, "I never, I never drink Blue Moon on this." Okay. Yes, you're so welcome. Cheers. See? Cheers. You had no idea. Yay. Okay, everybody just take a. Like, that was a, wow. Okay.
2: I'm out of beer. Can I take one from the yeah. back? Yeah, grab Honey, one. Grab uh, one, no, one from Ogan, the cooler. You
3: can't. Like, you know, we should have had her get you a beer. Help yourself. You're still on number one. What's wrong with so you?
1: So, <laughs> I'm going to move us. Um, <laughs> Yeah, take something you, you yeah, don't know. These two are
3: cold. Yours are warm. Why you like that? Well, it's obvious they're from Boston.
1: <laughs> so it was said... Um, take your time, okay. <laughs> It was said earlier that a lot of progressive or liberal <laughs> churches these days are about justice and activism, and maybe we'll throw in a little bit of Jesus. Uh, and I don't know if that rings true. That's obviously an overgeneralization. But I think maybe many of us can resonate with that, that we kind of feel like if our faith has to mean anything, we do have to be doing something. We do have to be working for the common good in our communities and in our world. But So the question is, how do you balance having sort of an activist faith that's kind of go, 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 and a nourishing faith that fills you up and that gives you uh, the presence of God that heals you, that, that brings you to a place of peace uh, and wholeness so that you can be that force of goodness in the world. How do you balance that?
3: By the way, if, uh, while we talk, if you have answers, feel free to line up yeah, and, wander and up. give us 30-second conversation. If we like
1: you, there might be a beer involved. Maybe. Yep.
3: Um, I don't know. We may be running low. We, we're not running low. We have tons not of running weirdos. low yet. Um, so, Especially if
2: you don't mind my warm beer, apparently.
3: Yes. So it's interesting because my, my personal, like my church that I serve, um, this isn't a big part of our life together. We do a lot of mission work in long-term relationship. Like relationship is very, very important. Mm. In fact, um, we did a lot of work to trim down, uh, we we won't just give money to an organization. We have to have a relationship with the people the organization serves. Mm. Right? So my church is in a, more affluent area so we met like when i came on they had a relationship with like the executive director of habitat but they didn't have a relationship with the people that bought the homes that worked on the homes so we made that shift and that meant that a couple of missions got cut from the budget because we didn't have relationships so the 50 dollars to you know whatever place um we needed to commit the time as well so that's kind of our bit of slice of mission and justice in that i do a lot of justice work individually and there are individuals in the congregation that do it but we're an established long-term you know church i mean it's been around hundreds of years so i I don't know
1: Hundreds, plural maybe Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) yeah true story yeah. Yeah,
3: true story.
1: Exactly. So, so it, yeah. you know, there's a there's a lineage, there's a history, there's a right. there's an anchor. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Exactly. So so people know like that went
2: from yes, maybe. I, don't, maybe. Know. I yeah, don't know.
3: I don't know. There we go. I'm trying to remember. <laughs> I have this brick with that's like embroidered and it has the date of the church on it. And
1: I forget that out east things have been around a lot longer. Yeah, longer a lot in terms longer. Longer. of in terms of, you know Yeah. Yeah. Seventeen. In terms of colonized culture, I'll put it that way. Uh, go ahead. Ogan. How do you how do you balance an activist faith and a sort of I think, nourishing I faith. think you have to up your Sabbath to like three days a week. Mm. <laughs> one, totally. Two, uh, three day. days. Amen to that. <laughs> yeah. Right? Absolutely. One right? day a week is why not enough. Why do you think we anymore. drink beer
3: in the middle of the <laughs> afternoon on Tuesday? Exactly. This is why we do
1: this show? <laughs> That's one, our Sabbath.
2: One, one beer is not enough. But I, I I think the emphasis on on self care is really important. Time to you know unplug from all the headlines and all that stuff. Take take breaks. And back to that question of, that we were discussing earlier, remember why you got into the faith that you're in in the first place. What, what, what was that, whether it was a, a, a call beyond something you could understand, whether you were inspired, you know, your, your heart felt something your mind couldn't understand. Really reconnect with those things because those are the things that are going to anchor you and give you sustenance while you're out doing your activism or, or, or whatever. So, yeah, take the extra time. Yeah, we got a question. Right.
1: We have a question. Give us your first name and where you're from
8: my name is Paula I'm from Baltimore, Maryland (laughs) woohoo see she gets it and I don't (laughs) (laughs) but to answer your question Brian about activism and I think personal faith is that activism is generally it it can be individual and many times though it's corporate
5: right right? Mm -hmm.
8: so that's one aspect that's the action of your faith your personal faith in god then is a spiritual journey and could possibly be separated from what you do in the world so if you have this belief that i need to go and do x y and z that's fine if you need to stand on the street corner with kids and hope that somebody doesn't shoot you as they drive by as they might where i'm from Mm -hmm. um but then you take that time away and you say god was that the thing to do and so it's never it's always a continuing process of faith and activism and faith and activism. And that's where you know, we don't ever come to an end of this until we die. So it's always an ongoing thing.
1: Yeah, well done. Thank you, Paula.
8: Yeah, thanks, Paula.
3: Grab a
1: beverage on your way. Grab back. another beer, there you go. <laughs>
8: On, Grab get another, another beer. beer,
3: or five, whatever. You know. Get another beer. Like, I I want to add, I mean, obviously, Paula, Paula's been living in um, the Baltimore era, I think, her whole life, right? Most of her life, you know? And I, I've only been there uh, six years or so. But, you know, there there is much more of a call um, when something happens in Baltimore. Like, after... Um, the Baltimore uprising in 2015 we went and cleaned up streets we went and like there 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 was a call ha- that happened at that point um, you know right now it's there's a detention center in Annapolis which is not too far that you know a lot of activism is happening so I mean I hate to say it really but like tragedy can initiate that that Christian value of we do need to do something as human beings
1: yeah and there has to be that sort of uh, both and right the the faith and the works, or the or the activism and the sort of contemplation, uh, because if it's only sort of inner life, then it can be sort of a myopic, sort of self-centered. I might be on cloud nine, but the world around me is in flames. But and so if if we are being nourished within, that's got to spill over in good actions around the world. Next question. Tell us where you're from and your name.
8: My name is Becca, and I live in D.C.
1: All right,
3: D.C. <laughs> which all of us have lived in at some point
8: (laughs) true story I go to a really social justice oriented church and uh, since the 2016 election we've had a ministry team called sacred resistance and I feel that um, it's been really helpful to experience this church because both the activist side and the contemplative side are corporate they're both things that we experience in community and for me regardless of any actions that we're doing throughout the week or any service that we're doing in our lives, what I feel is needed to balance that is showing up on Sunday morning and actually being in community and experiencing liturgy and being present with people, because there I'm refreshed, I'm able to worship, I'm able to remember why we're doing the service that we're doing. I'm able to be with people who love me and accept me unconditionally. Um, and being at places like Wild mm-hmm. Goose this weekend is that Amen. opportunity to refresh your soul, and so I think that's what's Thank really essential. You. Well said. Thanks for I sharing that. I think awesome. that that point.
1: And if you're 21, you may help yourself. Right. Exactly. I see a pink bracelet. <laughs> they so pink she's bracelet, legit. Right, Excellent.
3: If, I think. If
1: you're I, not, I'm not gonna tell.
3: Uh, sh- I, I think <laughs> that. Did we sign those well, liability
1: waivers. I don't remember. Wait, wait. I remember Brian
3: that. and I would tell. <laughs> <laughs> Disclaimer. Hashtag. <laughs> Asterisks. Don't sue our podcast.
1: Oh my God. <laughs> uh, this is our hundredth and also final episode. Um,
3: <laughs> that was Ogan Holder. You can find him in Boston, Massachusetts. This is the part we edit out. This is all,
1: the part. all right. All right we got. So wait, wait. Yeah, I, can ahead. I just comment real yeah. quick? I,
3: I think that part of this question. That's a. That's a great point. We can't lose worship, right? Yeah. Activism that's is right. is. Gr- I mean, really, justice-oriented activism is amazing. We cannot lose the reason that. We come together on Sunday morning. We can't lose the reason why we gather and sing and read scripture and and give sermons and break bread. We just cannot lose that together. Yeah. And that's what that's what holds. Yeah, us. agreed. Agreed.
1: So a quick comment, and then we got a, another question. Um,
2: so, quick comment. So, um, my denomination is unity, and I like to say about Woo! unity. Unity. Yeah, we got some uni ministers unity ministers in the crowd here. I like to say about unity 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 is really christians who want to be buddhist but they don't want to work that hard <laughs> <laughs> Am I am I seeing Exactly. Exactly. We don't want to work that hard.
3: Presbyterians are white people who don't want to work that
2: hard. (laughs) There you go. Exactly. But but the thing about unity, folks that I can speak to is that we we are big on the faith, not so much on the works as a as a collective movement. Individuals maybe, but as a collective movement, you know, when you compare to like UCC and so on, we we're our our thing is you know let's set intentions, let's let's see it rightly done and so on. So it's been fascinating to be the minister. This sort of uni congregation right now, primarily white folk who are mm-hmm. like, what do we do like
3: we don't know what look it at this white, right.
2: w- this white this white privilege thing is actually real Tell yeah. us more about it kind of kind of <laughs> you know? and I'm telling them more about it and they're like, well, okay, so like I didn't know I had this now what do I do with it so mm-hmm. now it's like okay well. How about supporting the people who don't have the privilege that you do? Right. And if you are not a person who wants to go, like I love what you said about uh, a church that has activism worked into it. We, we don't have that. And people necessarily don't want to do it. So I'm like, well, great. go. Go, you know, become a member of ACLU. Go send your money to an organization. Go support another church that is doing these things. You are not completely helpless because you don't want to go march, yeah. protest, whatever. They are w- there's always a way you can support
1: the disenfranchised. Well, thank you, Ogan. Our next uh, person is thirsty and has a
0: question. <laughs> I'm thirsty and, and a comment answer nice to your thirsty. question. <laughs> and, um, Charles from Greensboro, North Carolina.
5: Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. Woohoo!
0: Greensboro! Oh, there's a few. We'll edit out that delay right there. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I um, want to add something as, as an educator who's been involved a lot in experiential learning and service learning. An important part of that is reflection. That anytime you send students on a service project, they come back and then, well, what did we learn? How did we apply? And I think that's also a way of doing this is when you return from your social action project, your protest, your building your habitat, does everyone just hit the parking lot, get in their cars, and leave? uh, Take advantage of, okay, we just built this house for this family or we we just did this. When we come back, let's talk about why did we just do what we did? Love it. How does that impact? You build in the spiritual component, the reflection component. While we're still in the moment and connect the two in there love and it. use the love reflection. it. And that's a
1: beautiful Thank way you. to say it, Charles. Thank you.
3: Thank you. Grab some beer. Grab a beer, my friend. <laughs> See, everybody knows the cool coolers are in this room. <laughs> <way. laughs> They're on to us. <laughs>
9: All right, who do, who do we got here? Yes, we'll just go right on in. Hi, Chris. Uh, I'm from Peachtree City, Georgia. Georgia, nice. And And that's really the town name. Yeah. I promise. Awesome. Yeah. So, we, uh, no, we know. Yeah, yeah okay. Good. Good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so moving <laughs> forward, okay. Great. There
3: you go. All right, Feedback. Chris. What's your
9: question? Yeah, uh, no. Back to your comment or question. Kind of. How do you put Christ in the center of your activism? Kind yeah. of the, what my family has really tried to do and it started back on uh, the last large Haitian earthquake. You know, we as a family it hit us hard because we had a lot of friends who were living and working down there. Yep. And so my kids were young mm-hmm. and we started what evolved into kind of developing a compassion focus. So every year the family picks one focus and we just as a family we research, we pray, and we think about it. But it really becomes a, uh, uh, an exercise in giving out because of what Christ has done for us. So yeah. we've actually found the a really the most impactful thing. We've been Some of the things we've done have been fairly ridiculously successful, frankly, not because of us, but because of other factors. But it's been really fascinating to watch as we've ha- tried to involve the schools my kids go to. And the different kids from the schools come up, and they're like, why are you doing this? And we'll explain to them. So, like, if you give a dollar, a dollar a day provides mm-hmm. a family in Africa, right? You know, yeah. water for a year. That yeah, kind of, it's a longer kind of
1: term. And yeah. so they, way they'll to look support, at it right.
9: and they say, Well, why do you do that? And, and the very natural expression that's come out from our, my family or my kids has been, Well, we did it because Jesus loved us, and so we. How can we not? Yeah. And the feedback we've gotten from folks, including the bad kids, the rough kids, uh, you know, the, the difficult kids, has been well, that actually makes sense. And, and that actually has been much more effective, you know, sharing the gospel mm-hmm. than if we had run a vacation
1: Bible school in our backyard. Right? And yeah. And yes. Thank you, Chris. And
3: thank you. Appreciate that. Grab thank, some Thanks beer. for your work
1: and grab a beverage. And,
3: and we talk about that a lot of the, the idea of, or at least I talk about it a lot, of, of reclaiming, Um, So evangelism is scary to progressive Christians, right? Witnessing is scary to progressive Christians. But reclaiming those moments to say, I do this because you know god is important to me and jesus is important to me and and the bible says you know love your neighbor and that's why i'm here marching today and you know i i know brian and i when we go out we wear collars on marches which i don't yeah. regularly wear one right. but we we show up as the christian representative not just to be flashy and showy but because people do go like oh my gosh there's christian people here and i'm like right there's christian people everywhere you just i just have a thing that wears this big name tag that says that and and i find that a really important thing to reclaim this face Mm -hmm. that we have and say no it can look different it can be different than if you're you're suffering god god
1: hears you and the people of god absolutely
3: (laughs) which is why we say yes to the prayers that everybody talks through and why why we show up
2: sure and remember that uh, political activism and resistance was the hallmark of Jesus's ministry. Absolutely. We sometimes that's conveniently right. forget that. He right. he was an upstart. That's he was, right. He was a zealot in Absolutely. some ways for that. Well who, done. Do, who, do, who do we have right, on we the mic now? We've got a question now? here. Come so, on
4: David from St. Joseph, Michigan. Michigan. Um, Yay, Michigan. Michigan. Mitten State. Mitten State, yeah. We're right here. Mitten there State. we go. Wait, that's backwards. Um... Couple things earlier. I really wanted to shout out. Flip the question around. Does God choose sides? No, no a side chose God, and the mm. other side abdicated mm, interesting. it. Interesting. Thank, thank you. Thank yes. you. I was born into a yes. democratic. I was born into a democratic household with parents who had people of color and other nations and languages and faiths in and out of the house, and three bra-burning sisters of the '60s, um, older than me. Two of whom were born in mm. India, and I stopped registering as a democrat because i felt like the party had bailed on the faith that was at the root of the civil rights movement mm. Mm. and this is where it's gotten us mm. and then charles gets up and talks about reflection i'm like well a hell of a lot of good it did me to <laughs> <laughs> like quit relating to democrats rather right. than being a voice as a pastor in the united methodist mm. yeah. church yeah.
1: Thank you, David. Thank Appreciate you. it. Thank, Thank you. Help yourself if you like. Um, we're gonna do another beer giveaway, and wait, this wait, question. Can I, can I respond oh, you have to a comment? To, yeah,
2: yeah. I, I, and I think this is the problem with party affiliation. Like, I think sometimes there's a lot of party affiliation that we don't want to be dynamic about. I mean, I, what is what is is there anything inherently wrong with saying every single election, no matter what level it's at? let me look at the individual and what they represent and take the party out of right. it. Right. You might be a democrat voting for a republican. You might be a republican voting for an independent. You might be all over the place. Yeah, the, the whole place. team the Vote whole the issue, two party, the party team
1: dynamics has yeah. been really unhelpful. I yeah. mean and,
3: and let me just add that, you know, we've often kicked around this question of like why are is our is our belief and our faith so separated from our politics in a lot of ways i think it's it's also okay for me to have a politic that is separated from my like this person believes some things that i believe and maybe my faith has some questionable i don't know but i mean it's a part of me it's it's what i believe and i can go into that okay so
1: beer giveaway giveaway.
3: wine and beer giveaway question oh yeah Yeah. wine and beer um What kind of car does Ogan drive? Which is really his second child. Derek, you're not
2: allowed. Derek, you're not allowed to answer. This feels difficult. difficult, It does
3: feel difficult, but if you know Ogan at all.
1: No. Oh, no. You clearly don't
3: know me. Understand that he's in a midlife crisis right now.
1: Are you dropping hints? She's going to say something. <laughs>
3: Sarah's going to... She's um, not going to
1: answer it. She's going to assist
3: Just with know the that he's been very nervous about Sarah shopping this trip. Uh, Wait, what? No. It's
8: good. <laughs> <laughs> I've driven this car twice, and both times he has said to me, take care of my baby.
3: Yes. Take care yes. of my baby.
2: I was yes. talking to the car okay, here's another: take helpful, care of my here's baby. Here's another,
1: another helpful tip. I've wow. heard that um, <laughs> middle-aged women love this car. Man, why you gotta do Milliment. that? Why do I gotta do that? Why you gotta do that?
3: It's no, a no. it's a convertible. Let's put it out that way.
1: Yeah. It's, uh, somebody said it. What?
2: would you say? Wait, we s- Mazda we Miata. Miata. There you go. Let's come get some beer.
1: Ogan's
3: daughter Joy became of age, and he handed off his dad car. She'd
1: She'd grab yourself a bottle of wine, my friend. Absolutely. Yeah.
3: And if you want, there's it. only if one you left. If and you want it. Some there
2: you go. And some beer. Yeah. yeah. No, the Mazda Miata has been on my bucket list <laughs>
1: for years. Wow. And Since you're
5: so close to death.
2: <laughs> He's having a
1: midlife crisis Dude, that has man. now been resolved. No
2: one knows the day or the hour, right? <laughs> oh, wow. There's a verse for everything, right? It's in there, so...
1: Now, who knows what color it is? Yeah.
3: Anybody know what color it is? I don't think I've ever...
2: No. Blue. 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 Who said blue? Somebody said blue. There you go. Get yourself a beer. Uh, it is almost wow. exactly this
3: color. Or if color. you've already what? got
2: one, give one to a friend. Or take Sarah's two. Sarah's point now that I'm colorblind, but that doesn't matter. I know it's blue. <laughs> it's what? It's charcoal.
3: What are you talking about? (laughs) Okay. I can see color. It's a very manly color. Very generous. Thank you. It's a very manly color.
2: I didn't get red because it's not a midlife crisis car. All
1: right. So to bring us home uh, in our.
5: (laughs) (laughs) It does!
3: (laughs) Okay. We could go on for the rest of the night. If you want to talk about Miatas, you can find (laughs) us at the.
1: We were driving off the path. We're going to drive back. All right. So. Our closing reflection question is, what gives you hope right now? Mm.
2: What gives me hope? Um, so the, th- the same thing has always given me hope, which is to take the long view, the thousand-foot view. Um, when you step back and look h- at how humanity has evolved over the millennia, we are doing the best. Best, right now that we are as a human species.
5: It may not look like
2: it may not look that way right in the second. (laughs) If you take the if you take the microscopic view of this moment, but when you step back as human beings as a human race, we are fighting the least amount of wars. We're killing each other the least. We're doing more works of compassion and kindness, and we're more connected than we've ever been before. But you gotta take you gotta, and it's happening faster and faster. I mean, what? With when? When did women get to vote? When did the se- one hundred years ago? Right? When? Not even. You know, uh, uh,
3: nineteen twenty-one. Yeah.
2: In this country, when did we legalize interracial marriages? You, you know, know in the, was it seventies, sixties, sixties, sixties? Right. 60s. You know, uh, same-sex marriage 68. is now legal, so we're doing better Five. and better, but we're doing it in fits and starts. Yeah. And right now we're in a fit, so I say. Uh, but when you step back good, and right, take yeah. the long view. We're doing better and better, you know. Like as Martin Luther King paraphrased from what's Theodore Parker: "The the moral arc is bending towards justice. Mm -hmm. It's a slow bend." It's long, but it bends towards us. You can only see it from way back, so that that gives me
1: hope. Good answer. Well done.
2: Yeah. So,
3: so I I mean, we've often talked about, or I've talked about spiritual growth in a way. It's a it's a pulsating orb, right? And when the when the orb pulsates, it's very painful. But it has to pulsate in order to grow. And any of us who've had spiritual growth, like that's you go through a really painful whatever for whatever reason period, and then you grow, and then it that we're in the pulsating part. and actually, so I often say, what gives me hope? Well, my kids give me hope? Which I'm not, it's not a throwaway answer. That's a real answer. The other side of that, though, is what gives me hope right now is that we're all uncomfortable. Yes. Like, what's going on is not okay, and we are uncomfortable, and that is a good thing.
2: One of my favorite sayings is, comfort zones, great place to live, but nothing ever grows there.
1: And,
3: exactly. and
2: someone
1: said earlier today... Uh, Well, the white folk are upset right now about what's happening, and that actually gives them hope. Like, Because there's been a lot of crap happening in this country for a long time, and white people have been like, whatever, it's all good. But the fact that people are waking up maybe is a sign of hope. Our last question. Uh, I'm
7: Jim Mullis. I'm from Gulf Shores, Alabama, which is perfect. Alabama. Beautiful place. Beautiful place. We are the only... Progressive Christian Church mm. in South Baldwin County. Bless you. Thank you. Let's hear it for All Unity. Go Unity! Thank Ooh. you. Now, what gives me hope? Grandchildren. Nice. We have a transgendered grandchild, female nice. to male, that moves it from acceptance into love. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We have friends who have mixed race grandchildren. It moved them from racist to at least neutral, yeah. if not into accepting. Yeah. Baby steps. It's grandchildren. There you go. Yeah. It, it's. Yeah, 40 yeah. years in the desert, whatever yeah. you want to call it. There yeah, you go. it is. Yeah. And, and Absolutely. by the way...
3: <laughs> relationship. We, it's relationship. We are
7: the smallest, smaller of two churches in Gulf Shores that meet in bars. Well nice. done. We Thanks. like that. Cheers.
3: I'm. I'm and here. the
7: other one is fundamental, and they draw 700 people on Sunday morning. Nice. Ooh, Grab, grab some beer. Well done. Grab Thanks.
1: some beer. Grab, grab, some beer. grab, grab some beer. yourself a beverage. Yeah, I, I think, you know, seeing lives change and people shift and even communities shift you know i pastor a progressive ucc church in a largely conservative area and a couple weekends ago we had over a thousand people come out in our town to say we are not going to stand for treating immigrants families and children the way we're treating them right now and that kind of thing gives me hope that people are beginning to own their faith and step out and do things they've never done before. We have people who showed up to this that have never gone to any kind of protest or rally, and they mm-hmm. came out, and that gives me a lot of hope.
3: Absolutely. Everybody's uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Any I final
1: know. word, either of you two? Um, I want to thank you all for coming out. To yes. Our yes. Give yourselves a hand. Thank 100 you for episode. joining us for episode number 100.
3: It was painful to get here. I made the boys go like four extra episodes than they wanted to. So like, we're, we're gonna make it.
2: Episode 101 will
1: be in November.
3: Right. <laughs> <laughs> need <a> break. After <laughs>
2: Labor Day. <laughs> it'll be in September. September. We are gonna take a
1: summer break though, but go catch up on past episodes. Yeah. yeah.
2: And and so if there's any word I want to leave you with <laughs> is take care of yourselves. Self-care, take an extra Sabbath day, take some time to unplug, reconnect with your heart and what
1: really you know motivates you from the inside. um, Mm -hmm. Take care of yourselves. That's the unity final word. The UCC final word is get the hell out there and do something. (laughs) (laughs) Both and. Both and. So we balance each other. So
3: maybe mine's a little of both. Mine is um, if you feel isolated, like if you feel that you're doing this in a vacuum, obviously we're at Wild Goose and you're not. But feel free to reach out to any of us if you need help, if you need guidance. Um, We're not. Don't ask us for guidance. But nonetheless, like, you know, like, We can connect you with other people that can help you. But no, really, you're not alone. You're never, ever alone in all this.
1: Yep, absolutely. So thank you, friends, for tuning in to Pup Theology Live. Uh, You can you you can connect and spread the word on social media. You can listen to us anytime on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, or iTunes. If you find us on iTunes, please rate us, drop some stars on us. Five is preferred. And you can also watch. You can drop believe it or not. You can. You can drop watch us if you don't want to just listen, but watch us. You can do that on YouTube or the New Thought Channel. And if you want to find a pub theology gathering in your town, where conversations happen at a bar, a brewery, where people have multiple perspectives and. Backgrounds get together and really dialogue. You can go to puptheology.com and find, look on the map for a conversation happening near you. And if there isn't one, find resources to start your own. And thank you again to our sponsor, Wink, Wink. Wine Club, who you'll find at trywink.com PT Live. And until next time, friends, drink responsibly and keep those conversations flowing.
0: Give it up some more for Pup Theology. I mean, come Thank on. Thank you,
2: everybody. Have some beer. Have Thank some you beer. All. Yeah, grab the beers. They won't all fit back if in the trunk they won't of my tiny if you Miata. You did not yet get a beer and would really like
3: one? Have a beer. Grab
2: one on the way out. Have a beer. The yeah, they the won't beer. fit in the Miata. They won't all fit in the Miata. Grab yourself a coaster.
1: Tell your friends, tune in. That on your. <laughs>